Hey, Busher Breakaway fans, literally the wind blowing as we start this podcast. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Blue Apron Breakaway. Greg, say hello. Wait, what? Oh, you said food? Okay, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, so, uh, so our original plan, I'm going to hijack the beginning of this monologue from yeah, Ryan. Our original good. plan was the podcast Monday at 7, and then Ryan realized right after work he really didn't have anything else to do, so it is now 5.50. I am walking back home from the grocery store to my house. Got about a mile and a half to go. Uh, and I just decided, uh, fuck it, let's do it now. Yeah, so I figured I would call you on the phone. <laughs> we would talk about food and maybe some Ranger news and a little bit of Mets talk on this podcast. You know, because that's what well, we you know do what? here. You, you, used to, you used to call me on my cell phone. I, I know I have to because your internet connection is so crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference. It's really not good. No, it's not it's good. It's really right? not good. We're going to have to fix that somehow, get you on that Ethernet life. Style. Hopefully, yeah. Google will come to your house and give you that uh, whatever wonderful fiber network they have going on. Uh, yeah, Comcast is down here, so you're never going to get anything great. I'm so sorry. Uh, I have this Verizon. week's podcast sponsored by Comcast Xfinity. <laughs> well, fuck you and take your money. <laughs> How nice of them! Great people. So let's start off with some uh, some brief Ranger news. Like very very brief. We still haven't signed Pavel Buchnitz. I can't say his name. I know his first name is Pavel. Uh, it's Buchnovich. and I can't say it. Bush, Bush, Buch, Buch, Buch. This is the worst podcast of all time, Buchnovich. And uh, so that's everyone's waiting on that, but that's expected to happen within like the next week or two. Uh, Derek mm. Brassard is playing with Team Canada, and they've outscored their teams twenty to two. So no real news there. Couldn't even find stats on him because I'm that lazy. Uh, and uh, everything's okay in the offseason world, except well, not except except this is great. Uh, the Rangers, the Rangers are eliminated, but now so are the Islanders. Yeah, that was nice of the Lightning. I mean, still fuck the Lightning, but oh. you know, Rangers of the South representing Brian Boyle doing work. Gotta love it. Oh, it's it's really nice to watch Bri Bye. <laughs> I should call him Bri Bye. <laughs> Why I do that? Uh, Brian Boyle do do his thing. I, I he was one of my favorite Rangers when he was on this team, and it's nice to see him uh, put some p- hits on people that might be illegal. And it's nice for the Lightning fans to get their hopes up that Sam Coast might actually hang around. They're going on a deep playoff run. When there's no chance that Stamkos was hanging around. He's gone. From what I read, uh, everyone's okay. Like, saying, well, some Lightning fans on our hockey are saying they're, they're okay without Stamkos because now they've been playing without him and they're a good hockey team. Uh, Lightning, uh, I, I know this series isn't, isn't uh, decided yet, but have fun with the Penguins when they come see you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a right. good time. And everything, everything those Lightning fans are saying, this is going to be a great transition here. Everything those Lightning fans are saying are everything Met fans are saying when they're like, we don't need that that is back. It was fine. He's never going to be that guy again. Wait, can I stop yeah, you? Fuck, fuck. Can I stop go, you real quick? Go on. You were that guy. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, totally, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. Okay. No, I, uh, I posted, I posted, I tweeted, actually. Uh, well, I went off on the Mets on Twitter in the best way possible. Not like a bad off, just like happy to be here off. And uh, I tweeted out, I was like, <laughs> remember when I said the Mets didn't need Cespedes? Thank God Sandy Alderson has no idea who I am. Yes. Yeah, and you, and I think... Very few people were on the, the Science Hespitus back train of Mets fans that we know. Uh, I was certainly one of them, and I'm not a Mets fan. Well, I mean, also just think of the situation. The Mets are playing Cespedes out of position. He is not a center fielder. They had an elite defensive center fielder in Juan Lagares, who in short playing time has looked very good this year, we should say. And is on a very um, favorable contract. Yeah, but the thing Cespedes are doing is just special. Like, it's... It was incredible when he did it in, what, 56 games in the regular season last year, and he hit 17 homers? 
Right. And then all he's done this year in the first 30 games is hit another 11. Oof. And these aren't these aren't like these aren't like bombs. Like they're fucking missiles that never get higher than seven feet off the ground and they just never land. So I have a question: Are you scared about the PED testing that's going to suspend him? Uh, no, because I got Bartolo now, so the offense is fine. <laughs> okay. Um, we should state now that we've gone on our Mets rant that since nope, the off- I'm not done. Okay. No, I'm I know you're not done. done, but I want to clarify for the five people still listening. Um, it is since it is the Ranger offseason, and we have gone over all the prospects, and uh, free agent hasn't happened, and we haven't done any draft. Not that we have draft picks anyway. Uh, we will be talking a lot of nonsense on this pod. We may break off into a separate Mets pod or something else. Who knows? Um, but for right now, we're going to just pretty much do like top of the show. We'll do Ranger nonsense crap and uh, sadness for all of us. And then we'll go into like today we're going to do a little bit of Mets. And then you and I are going to argue about food. And I know everyone wants to hear that. Well, I'm excited to share with everyone no, what I just bought at the grocery store. I so. don't even want to know. All right. So let's talk about the Mets a little more since we're here. Maybe let's, this will be a, a preview for Bartolo our Mets Minute Cologne. podcast. Okay, Bartolo Colon, go on. Let's talk about 365 feet of awesomeness. Okay, so right. was this – let me ask you the question. Was this your favorite sports moment? Well, is this, is this a top 10 sports moment for you? Oh, it, it's, it's an easy top five. Oh, uh, my it's goodness. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not even close because I, I was joking. A uh, good friend of the podcast, Andrew Pesci, is a big Mets fan. And all year, I think we were half joking, half serious, saying like, when the Mets start hitting all these home runs, we're like, oh, this is the year Bartolo does it, too. It only makes sense. But, like, I never actually considered the world in which Bartolo Colon would have hit a home run in. And um, watching it on MLB.tv through my Xbox, the one downside is I get the alerts about runs scoring before seeing them, which kind of takes, like, a little bit of the fun out of it. But in this case, it actually enhanced it. Because you see an alert on your phone, and it says Bartolo Colon it's two-run home run. Mets now lead 4 nothing, And you're like, bullshit, that just happened. Someone's fucking with me. <laughs> and then to hear Gary Cohen literally die on air when Cologne hits the home run, uh, I, my, I called my dad. I called my Met friend buddies back in Connecticut. Is... I texted Pesci. I posted in our little private Facebook group. I, I, the world needed to know. Everyone needed to stop what they were doing and go find Bartolo Cologne's home run. And you know what? Everyone is a better person for it. It's a better world we live in. It it's was... sunny, hasn't rained, smells beautiful outside. Well, you're not from New York. It's been raining, like, nonstop. Um, like, well, can't, can't like, escape it. You're, in, you're in Savannah, Georgia, Greg. <laughs> yeah, and it's 80 degrees and I'm wearing a hoodie. I've made great life choices today. Not the point. Uh, Bartolo uh, Cologne hit a two-run home run, and that is the point. So uh, now the Mets are now in first place. Am I correct in saying that? Yep, we got a half-game lead on the Nats because the Nats got swept by the Cubs, who, by the way, are going to win the World Series this year. You, that's a call for you now? Do you think that team's a team of destiny? Yeah. The, is there a more complete team in baseball? What's their, what's their weakness? Oh, uh, they don't have Carl Schwarber anymore. That's kind of a weakness. Cool. So their outfield now is Jason Hayward, Dexter Fowler, and uh, Chris Jorge Soler. Or Soler, yeah. Chris Bryan can play there, and you can put Javier Baez at third. Like, oh, big, they're the one team in the world that could say, we lost Schwarber, big fucking deal, we're fine. That's, like, yeah. Are you kidding me? That's insane. Are you expecting – I'm sort of expecting another rematch of the uh, the Cubs and the Mets in the NLDS. Or NLCS, NLCS. sorry. CS. Yeah, and I think, on, like, Mets fan bias aside, I really do think that is the best matchup because – 
the Nationals' pitching has been great, but their offense is just poor. It's really not good besides Harper. Well, and Har- you look Harper's at the Mets. else. He's really like a robot or something. Yeah, but you saw the Cubs, you know, they, if you're going to bat Ryan Zerberman behind Harper, the Cubs are like, fine, we'll put Harper on first base seven times. We'll still beat you. Why hasn't like, anyone else done that? I don't understand. Like, why was this the first well, time it's happened? Also, well, you got to remember the teams the, Cubs, uh, the Nationals haven't played. They played an incredibly weak schedule before this last week where they played the Cardinals and the Cubs. Like, they played the Braves six times. They played the Marlins and the Phillies nine times total. They haven't seen the Mets yet. They won't even see the Mets until not this week, next week. Um, so you, you, when you're playing teams that you're flat out better than, which was their case basically this whole season, you know, the Braves aren't going to pitch around Bryce Harper yeah. to get to Ryan Zimmerman because the Braves pitchers are just like, I need to prove myself to get the fuck off the team. So they're going to pitch to Harper, and it didn't work because Harper killed them. Right. But then the Cubs – the Cubs pitchers are just like, no, Bryce Harper hurts me a lot less on first base than he does at home plate. I'll take my chances with Ryan Zimmerman, who's hitting 230 with no power. It's just not a good lineup that the Nationals have right now. And I think their pitch, they're as great as Strasburg has been. Scherzer hasn't been that great. I'm not going to put faith in Tanner Roark to be an ace down the stretch. Like, I'll take the Mets five I- or even the Mets six when Zach Wheeler's back over the national uh-huh. five any day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also, Giolito has had a really rough start to his season uh, down at AA. I don't even think he's ready for AAA yet. So uh, Yeah, I, I think I think it's a bit of smoke and mirrors to start the Nationals got out to. They played a lot of bad teams early in the season, and they did what they should have done. They beat the crap out of them. But now they're now they're starting to play the Cubs. They're going to be playing the Mets in a couple weeks, and I think, uh, I think we're going to see the real Nationals. And I, I think teams are going to pitch around Bryce Harper. Good teams will pitch around Bryce Harper. The Mets are not going to let. Bryce Harper beat them. They'll just throw around them, and they'll take their chances with Ryan Zimmerman. So uh, let's talk about resident resident Met Ranger fan Matt Harvey, since we're here, right? Ah, uh, yeah. So last night, yeah, we might as well. Harvey goes out and actually has sort of a gem, right? Six innings, two earned, I believe. Six innings, two earned, ten Ks. Eleventh yep. start in his career where he had double digit strikeouts. Right, you're so good but, at this. Uh, and every <laughs> right, and everyone. Um, Everyone was saying, oh, well, it's against the Padres. Yeah, well, he got beat up by the Braves the last time out. So I think if Harvey dominates anyone at this point in time, it's a step forward. And you think he's starting to get it together? Because during that game, he seemed to have his real stuff. uh, His fastball was back, which was huge. He was, you know, averaging 95, touched 97 a couple times. That's good to see. Uh, I'm not ready to proclaim him back because he still couldn't get out of the sixth inning. He was over 100 pitches after six. And part of that is, you know, when you strike out 10 guys, you're going to have a pitch count. But uh, not ready to say he's back. I need to see it about twice more. Not going to help that his next start's in Colorado. But nope, nope no, no, it's not. It, it beats been and beat up in five innings against the Braves, so I'll definitely take that any day. Okay, so uh, going forward, how often do you want Bartolo Colon to bat in your four spot? Uh, is every day possible? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he's, he's amazing. He really is. It's something he's, else. He's amazing. It's. Uh, I remember Mike Francesa speaking like three years ago, saying that the Mets would re-sign Bartolo until he didn't want to pitch anymore. He really only throws one pitch. It's really like a very Mariano Rivera-esque phenomenon. It's. He throws his fastball over 85% of the time, so you know it's coming. The problem with Bartolo is it's kind of like R.A. Dickey with his knuckleball. He, would, he throws it at six different speeds. He'll throw it at 85. He'll throw it at 88. He'll throw it at 90. He'll throw a tailing fastball at 92, and he can still ratchet up to 95 sometimes when he really gives a fuck. 
So the best part about Bartolo is, you know, he's pitching very well now. You know, three-run home runs to John Jay notwithstanding. If he gives up the long ball, that's his one knock. But when Wheeler comes back and the Mets put Bartolo in the bullpen, he's the best swing man in baseball. <laughs> the Mets are just going to put Bartolo out there, on like uh, seventh inning, a man on first, one out, and they're just going to let Bartolo pitch until the ninth and I, then bring in Familia. I can't believe he's this a is human, like a real he's gonna, thing. He, he's going to save the bullpen. Like, Addison Reed, the bullpen is pitching a lot of innings right now, and it's a little concerning. Addison Reed is seemingly pitching every day. Familia himself has pitched a lot. Uh, but the two saving graces the Mets have, Logan Verrett has been a Swiss Army knife out of the pen, and he'll just come in and throw two innings to get to Familia no problem. And Bartolo is going to do the same thing. Bartolo is going to save Terry's bullpen and is going to allow Terry, if he's smart, be as situational as he wants with his bullpen because he'll have Blevins and Bastardo from the left. He'll have Reed and Henderson from the right. And he'll just have Verrett and Bartolo to get six outs if he really wants them to in the bullpen. Yeah, that's, and that's really something good to have. Is a, bullpen was really one of the issues of the Mets last year, and now you kind of have a luxury of having Bartolo go there in June. Or maybe right now, statistically, the Mets have the number one bullpen in the National League, which I would have thought was impossible bet coming your life, into the season. Bet your life against, I bet. Yeah, it would have been like that. Yeah. Like, I was, I was excited. Um, the Mets have a lefty reliever named Josh Edgett, who's been great, rehabbing from Tommy John surgery. And I think his rehab clock actually expires today. And before the season started, it, I was just like, great, he's going to replace someone. We're going to have three lefties in our bullpen. This is wonderful. I now live in a world where there's no room for Josh Edgen in my major league bullpen. And he was probably our best reliever when he was healthy. And I love, I love that I'm here. This is great. Right. So going forward, uh, who are your next series against, if you know offhand, while you're walking we got, in Georgia? We got, we got four with the Dodgers starting tonight. Um, and we have to face three of the lefties and Miata. So I'm not exactly excited about it because it's nice that we're facing Kazmir and Alex Wood these first two games, but then we get Kenta – and Kershaw to end the series. Not feeling too wonderful about that. And then you head to uh, Denver. In, no, yeah, we're in Colorado. And the Mets love hitting in Colorado. The problem is they hate pitching there. So that'll be an interesting No one series. likes pitching there, so that's kind of the uh, the nice thing. So that was a nice little Mets right. rant we had there. Um, yeah, the, by the way, nice power know, surge Mets, by that team. What? Oh, my God, it's amazing. It's, uh, 57% of all Mets runs have been scored by the home run this year. And the storyline circling out there is, like, people are concerned that the Mets are this reliant on home runs. Hey, uh, assholes, if we're going to hit this many home runs, no fucking problem. I do not care. Get five solo home runs a game. That means we're scoring five runs a game. And with this pitching staff, that means we're winning more times than we're not. I just love how passionate you get about this team. I wish I cared even, like, a fifth about the amount I care about the Rays. <laughs> Look, man, they're die, hey, ride or die with the Mets. Hey, the Rays are, like, above 500 now, so... You got, aren't you guys in second place? Like no, the Yankees? No, we're in third this place. Is a, my, life, my life is fucking perfect. The Yankees are garbage and have no future. And the Mets are just like, we're good. We'll worry about free agency in three years. But right now, we're good. Well, the Yankees, uh, yeah, they're kind of in a tough place. They're 11 and 18. Ugh. And, mm, well, they have, the, they have a good bullpen, right, I guess? A-Rod's on the DL now? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Chapman comes back. Uh, they're 11 and 18, so one more game and Chapman's back. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him, buddy. Uh, so that, that good, I can't, good for you know what's you. a really big surprise before we move on to like talking about food for the next 15 minutes? And, uh, and that's when I get heated. Like You know how passionate Greg just sounded? That's when I'm going to get pissed. Like, I'm going to go crazy. Um, uh, the, the Blue Jays are 16 and 17. That team just cannot pitch. 
the it's their bullpen. Their bullpen, it's it's beyond bad. Drew Storen's a broken man. Um, it's unfortunate because he had all the potential in the world, but it really does seem like the Nationals just just murdered him. Like they ruined his confidence, and I would not trust them in a nine-run game at this point in time. And you know, Roberto Ozuna is still a young pitcher, so he's going to make his mistakes. Brett Cecil has just been bad. Yep. Well, that's no real way to paint it beyond that. Yeah, you know that it, it, you can't ask your starters um, to go as long as it, it's. It's almost like if you're the Blue Jays, don't you kind of wish you didn't trade Noah Syndergaard for R.A. Dickey? Ooh, no Blue Jays fans listen to this podcast, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God! Like Travis Darno, I was about to say healthy. Noah. Noah wasn't even like the prize in that package. No, Darno was, and he can't stay healthy. And it's almost it, that's still the best trade in Mets history because Noah Syndergaard is God. <laughs> I know you. He's the meaning of life. One more baseball thing. I know I keep saying this. The Phillies have one less win than the Nationals. That's incredible. How is that happening? Yeah, but look at the run differential, though. I think they're minus 23 still. Yeah, they, they're pretty bad. Uh, so this, they can't hit. But the thing is, Aaron Nola is phenomenal. Vince Velasquez is I great. Yep, I we're seeing too. a resurgence from we're seeing resurgences from Jeremy Hellickson. Uh, but it this is this is a classic farce. This will not stand. Nope. Their bullpen is bad. They can't hit. Ryan Howard is just a fat slob. I'm not worried at all about <laughs> Wait a this. second. You called Ryan Howard a fat slob. You know Bartolo's like a hero, right? <laughs> yeah, and he's probably got a higher slugging percentage than Ryan Howard. He probably does. That's sad. Um, all right. And don't, and don't you dare call Bartolo's clone. Bartolo clone is nimble. He's a, he, he is, is kind of nimble. Uh, what was his quote he, he, about fastballs? He only swings on fastballs because oh, uh, he can hit when them? You, when, you see, when he sees a fastball, he swings hard because he's not a curveball hitter. Yeah, <laughs> okay. God, I love Bartolo. We yeah. should move on to food, though, because I'm okay. now back in my house, oh. and I'm about to eat food. Okay, so let's talk about food since you've made it all the way back somehow during this podcast. What did you buy I'm at the grocery home. store that you wanted to tell me about? Because you didn't tell me before the pod. I got four items. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. When I, Only when four. I make, this walk is too long to get dairy products, right? So okay. when I go to the grocery store, what I'm doing is I'm picking up dinner for the night and maybe a few snacks. Okay. And this time, I didn't want to get a whole lot of snacks. So my dinner tonight, uh, chicken Caesar salad. Okay. Solid. So funny healthy. you say that. I, I bought that at the grocery store today and ate it for lunch. So now we're cute. Yep. Yep. Uh, I bought two bags of original David's sunflower seeds. Okay. That's my snack. Okay. And then they were on sale, so I bought uh, Starburst, like a big fucking pouch of Starburst. Okay, so you said this to me before the pod, like I was going to be so angry at you that you bought these things. <laughs> but these are all well, wonderful I, items, Greg. I, look, man, sometimes you got to read the situation, and Fine. I got you worked up for something. Fine. Let's talk a little bit about eating at a hockey game. Just since this is a hockey podcast, okay. and I feel like this is first. What's like your go-to option? When you're eating at, like, MSG or, like, say, even at the empty Panther Stadium? You know what my go-to option is, Ryan? What's I don't that? eat at hockey games. Wow. I don't eat at, okay. do not buy food at hockey games. Wow. I buy oh. beer at hockey games. Okay, and then you go for the cheapest beer possible when you're at those games? Uh, no, I go for the tallest beer possible when I'm at the games. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I uh, think I, I yeah. really, a good hot dog is, is, like, more for baseball so I think at hockey, like the cheesy nachos is like the way to go. Just my personal opinion. I got, I got, I got more news for you here, Ryan. Okay. I don't eat at sporting events, period. Whoa! Oh my goodness! Like, you know, I eat. Great. 
You are these just... before? I'll tell. I'll tailgate. Oh I'll, I'll munch on a good burger. Oh my god! I'll have uh, a sandwich. No. I'll, I'll do whatever I got to do nope. during the game. Nope. I mean, pr- before the game. But during the game, I get my beer in between things. I try not to pee. I'm there to watch a sporting event. I'm not worried about when I'm. You are literally killing me already. <laughs> at, at a <laughs> baseball I I game. Just... The whole point of a baseball game. I literally just punched my mic. The whole point of a baseball game. <laughs> Is to like go and like have like a sort of picnic atmosphere where I'm like eating a hot dog or a hamburger. Like you're getting the no. ice cream in the, in the little hat. Like no, son. The whole point of a baseball game is to go see the New York Mets, oh and I'm my there. God. I'm doing that. And then when I'm seeing the Mets, I might as well have a drink. So I have that too. I'm oh. not eating food. I ain't worried. I'm not worried about getting shit on my face. I'm not worried about getting something on my shorts. I don't want to be distracted by a delicious whatever the fuck. Okay, if a just foul to ball cut you off. Runs come in my just way. to cut you off, I'm not worried about getting a delicious anything on my shorts or shirt either, because I don't care. I will get the ice cream on my shirt because it's fucking delicious, Greg. Yeah, and you know what I do after the game? I go to the diner and get a big milkshake. All my eating is done before and after. During the game, my only concern is the game. My, that, that's it. Plain and simple. My frugal side of my life loves you, and my love for food hates you. So much. It's like out. All right. So sometimes outside of the stadium, I did not know this, but Yankee Stadium. I went to a Yankees Rays game. Where, by the way, the Rays lost, and I've never seen them win in person. Um, shocker. Shocker. Um, outside of the stadium, you're actually allowed to bring in one food item and one closed water bottle. Did not know that. So you could actually bring your food into the game, Greg. That's nice. My food is eaten before I get into the game. Okay. No. Fine. No problem. Fine. I fill myself up. I get a nice big sandwich or something or if we're grilling i make sure i have about two burgers and a hot dog i fill myself up before the start of this game once first pitch happens i'm not getting out of my seat you kidding me okay fine fine uh glad that went over just as well as i thought it would let's talk about (laughs) can we can we name like uh like hockey teams and food like what their food equivalent would be uh okay now if we're gonna do this are we saying like are we – we're not saying, like, the Edmonton Oilers are, like, a blue slushy because of their uniforms. We're saying – No, no, no. This is, this is the potential of their team to a food item? Yes. Like, so, if, if I had to order the Edmonton Oilers off a menu, what would I be expecting to eat? That's cor- what we're doing? That's correct. So, let's do, like, a few teams. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to do this as I change into some sweatpants because now that I'm home, I am tired in the sweat. <laughs> this is crazy. This is the worst pod we've ever done. I think we say that a lot. Um, Challenge. I think this is the best one we've ever done. Wow. Okay. Put it that way. Um, would you say the Washington Capitals are kind of like Chinese food because they fill you up and then you're always still hungry? Uh, I'm going to say. Hmm. Hmm. Now, we didn't prepare for this, as you could tell. Yeah, I think I think they are Chinese food, not because Chinese food all the potential in the world, right? Like it's oh, actually food, probably food. my favorite my favorite thing to order, period. Like I love Chinese food. If I'm eating out, it's either pizza or Ooh, Chinese food. I had so Chinese yesterday. The, I'm gonna blow you up right now. I had I had crispy Peking duck. Oof. That hmm. shit was bonkers. Just letting you know. Sorry. Okay. Not not getting off track here. But uh so the the best part about Chinese food is the act of eating it, right? It's delicious. You always enjoy it. But then the next day kind of fucks with your stomach, right? Like, you know, it's good Chinese food. If you're taking a crap within 12 hours. Yeah, I guess so. That's kind of like, that's kind of like a perfect definition of capitals during the regular season. This is great. Everything is great. I love this decision. And then once you get to the playoffs, I got to take a shit. This is terrible. (laughs) 
Why did I do this to myself? Yeah, that, I'd say that's the Capitals. No, I would say that's them. So I'm gonna try and do like a, a, some of our rivals. So this way we could we could uh, have fun with them because we know the we know those teams the best, right? Sure. So like Buffalo has to be Wings, right? Like Wings, <laughs> just that coach goes just goes that way. I know we didn't say like, yeah, like the slushy thing, but they're like the uh, they're the Wings place that a few people are really passionate about, but the product has just been terrible for a couple of years. In fact. Two years ago, they were intentionally terrible. So you kind of stopped going there and stopped worrying about them. But now you're like, oh, they're, they're starting to turn things around here. I'm kind of enjoying the product again. This is a nice a buffalo wing. In a couple of years, they're going to perfect this recipe, and they're going to be something to really talk about. That's, that, that's buffalo. No, and I, I, I totally agree. Um, <sighs> would, now, I'm going to let you handle this, and I think I know where this Uh-oh. is going. Now, I, oh, boy. Just be careful. Are you saying we're going to go with the Flyers? Are you going to ask me about the Flyers? <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What food is the Flyers? Because you can't There's give a few... shit that comes out of my ass. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> okay, because I was going to say you can't give they, the cheesesteak because like, the cheesesteak is too good. It's like the one good thing about no, Philly. They're, they're like a high-priced dog food, as in, okay. you know, the commercials tell you it tastes like bacon and steak and all this good shit, and in reality, it's just fucking dog food, and it's garbage. That's Philadelphia. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. So this brings us to uh, the, our other hated rivals. Uh, what would you say the Jersey Devils are? Uh, hmm, this, is, this is a tough one. I would say the Devils are New York-style pizza in the fact that, you know, they try to pretend that they're New York, but they're not. That's it's fair. Not. They never will be. That's fair. And then, like, would you say, like, the, Isl- the Islanders are some sort of, like, seafood clams? Uh, the Islanders... Are it's just never enough of them. Oh, no, oh, but clam yeah, chowder is delicious, Greg. Hmm. Uh, I, I can't do uh, the Islanders. I've tried to think of something want, for the I've, Rangers that it's like where you give uh, a bunch of good food away and uh, for a chance to get the best food and you don't get it. <laughs> well, you want you want to hear something that'll piss you off? Yeah. I've never never in my life had clam chowder. Whoa! <laughs> are you kidding me? Well, no, you got to understand the context. I grew up in a kosher kitchen, so oh clam chowder was God. never an option for years zero to 18. Are you still going then, up there? Have you tried to live life recently? No, but, like, I've now gotten to a point where, like, I've tried enough seafood to know kind of what I like and what I don't, and I'm, I don't care for much um, shellfish. Okay. I, I, like, outside of shrimp, there really isn't anything. Where do you, where do you stand on sushi? Because sushi is, like, phew, it's up there for me. Oh, I like sushi. I'll eat it. Oh, okay. I, I love fish, but I don't like tuna. Tuna's not fish. Tuna is garbage. Tuna is, that's so wrong, and we've been over this, so I won't get into it. Um, tuna is, is a great sandwich. Tuna on sandwich is great with a little bit of celery. Um, I think we should do a food news section. Like, remember that podcast food news that's gone now? Uh, yeah, because Grantland got shut down and fucked ESPN for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Uh, well, maybe we'll do a little bit of that at the end of our podcast from now on. I like this. I really enjoy this. Sure. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Blue Apron one of these days just to wow some people. Oh, I know. Uh, I've, I've said on this podcast, and I, I swear we're not getting any money from Blue Apron. I fucking love Blue. God, Apron. I wish they'd, I wish they'd pay us though. That'd I, be wonderful. I, I am gonna email them. Maybe they'll send us free stuff, and they won't official. <laughs> they won't make us official. Um, well, Ryan, if you, I mean, you're really good about getting free shit. So I got, I, I got those Amajoys, man. That's, that's the greatness. <laughs> Can we talk I about? I know this thing might actually get something you like. What should never be on pizza? Almond Joyce. Okay, that's true. Um, 
You know what I used like to do as an a actual, kid? An actual food? Yeah. Like, I, you know what? I don't like any fish on my pizza. Like anchovies? Like, those are... You know, I've never no, seen no, anchovy pizza, fish. like, in person. Like, I know everyone says, like, anchovy pizza is a thing, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I, I, I love fish. I love pizza. I have no reason to combine those two things. Huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the anchovies. You know what? And I'm going to make a controversial statement here. <laughs> it feels bad. I don't like pineapple on pizza that much. I don't think that's controversial. I'm not a big fan of it either. I, I, I okay, I think it, we're going to get a lot of I don't, I don't like... I don't like uh, warm fruit, so okay. That's I don't fair. like I don't like my pizza making something I like cold and now warm. And don't get me wrong, cold pizza might be better than fresh out of the oven pizza. Oh, but it really de- it depends on the slice. Day after cold I pizza, do- like a chicken parm slice, is heaven. It's heaven. Oh my god! It it's like there are times where I'll order pizza and it's like chicken bacon ranch, and I'm like, you know what? Don't warm it up. I'll take it as is, and it's gonna be delicious. I totally agree. Uh, man, I love pizza. So if you it's had to like name your top five or your top three go-to drinks on a Saturday night. Where you're, you're Am at, I at a bar? Yes, you were at a bar. You're, what are your top three drinks? Yeah, I'm trying to get fucked up. Well, you're watching a Ranger game and they might be losing. <laughs> Ooh, uh, well, okay. See, now you're asking two different questions. Okay. Am I, if I'm out watching a sporting event, it's, it's beer. Straight okay, up. Just beer. Uh, you, you throw any, but it's not like this high-class, hoity-toity, pinky-out fucking... That's me. I do, uh, I do that. IPA bullshit. That's me. Yeah. I, no, 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 no. Give, give, me, give me shit. Give me Bud Light until I throw up. Wow. Like, I need to, I need to pound something. I don't want to sit. Okay, let's talk I need, about... I need to drink my emotions away. I think we talked about this, but what are your favorite, like, maybe give me, like, two or three of your top favorite, like, go-to hard liquor drinks. Oh, well, I, I, I'm an animal. So, you know, oh, okay. Long Island Iced Tea. Let's I was just, just put about to say, in. your drink is almost certainly Long Island Iced Tea. Yeah, how many times have you been around me at a casino now where Twice. I'm just like, uh, did, I, did I just get a Long Island Iced Tea? And it's like 1230 in the afternoon. <laughs> and I'm just like, give it to me. Like, I want to get messed up. Let's put every alcohol together in one concoction and see what happens. And that's a Long Island Iced Tea. They're disgusting. I love them. So I go with a whiskey and Coke, but I do like whiskey neat. I'm a big whiskey uh, fan in general, and I think whiskey should be enjoyed by everyone equally. But I, I find now, that people can't I'm stand gonna, it. I'm going to say something else controversial. Sure. Thanks to college, I can't take any hard liquor straight up. Wow. Can't do a shot of it, can't take it by you itself. You can't take shots, Greg? Uh, no. Have you ever seen me take a shot? No, I've not. We've only hung out a very yeah. few times, select us every Monday on this podcast. There were, there were a couple nights, sophomore year in college, where I just had way too much spedka and nothing with it. And uh, now it's just like, I, if I'm completely sober and it's my first drink, I'll still vomit, like on on, on spot. That's incredible. What a what a psychological yeah. response by your body. Yeah, my body's trying to. The one thing my body's trying to do is like, oh, you know, just put it with some coke. It's fine. But it's straight up, that's the line. Not happening in my house, sir. That is, I I love. Um, since I'm still a young man, I can do a lot of fireball shots. So that's what the kids do these days. I'm all in on fireball all the time. I've. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, everyone's like, oh, it tastes like, you know, big red bubble gum. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like big red bubble gum. So I'm not going to really care for Fireball I, either. I guess it does taste like that. I was going to argue with you, but I'm not in on that. Um, so yeah, we've I'm, not, talked... I'm not a big fan of cinnamon. So Fireball for me never really, you know, never really hit home. I feel like we talked about food, but we really didn't even talk about it. Is that weird? Ah, <laughs> uh, we, well, I mean, do I you want like... me to say something? Contra- I can say something controversial. Oh, let's do one more before we go then. I'm, I'm all ears. 
I'm trying to think of like what's a good. Oh, you don't have to think. Like, I, you know, if you've got one, you just tell me. If not, we'll just talk about a little more, a uh, little more nonsense. We'll end this thing. Five, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to force it. Uh, I'm sure I'll say it in a couple of weeks, and it'll just piss you off to no end. And I'll be like, "You're welcome." Okay. Um, I I will say that Blue Apron is a phenomenal experience. Tonight I had. Uh, oh, I had the Korean sliders. Those were incredible. Um, yeah. And- see- See, I wanna, I wanna get into cooking more, and I feel like Blue Apron is the perfect way to do it. Because I feel like we're advertising something that we're not getting money for, and I'm so pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm advertising something I've never even tried. Yes, true. And I don't you, even know if I. You've watched I, me like, cook it. I, I want to. I, I actually haven't. I've seen the end result. That's true. Um, but like, I want to expand my horizons beyond bacon, egg, and cheese, grilled cheese, other cheese-based products. Right. I, I'd like to make other things besides pasta. Bacon, egg, and, and cheese will like get you, way- too. It'll get you. Like, it, I used to eat I, those I, like, I just... every morning at work, and I'm like, oh, it ruins my day. See, with bacon, egg, and cheeses, those are strictly Saturday morning meals for me because okay. I never want to take the time to clean before I go to work. That and makes sense. I hate coming home to dishes. Yeah, so, who does? Who likes that? No one. Nobody. Nobody. No nobody. That's, that's why you get married. That's why I, and and brunch. I I live stream brunch for you this week for a little bit. And now and now before people think I just said something very misogynistic, I didn't. You get married so the wife can go off and make all the money, and I can be stay home. It, it's so funny because I didn't even hear your misogynistic comment, which was not misogynistic. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just want to be a stay home dad. That is my dream. I think I would make a great father. I never want to leave my house ever again. So I want to marry a very successful woman that you know makes six figures. And then I'll just, you know, I'll blue apron every night for her. Listen, I've never met a good dad, so I'm still I'm still trying to figure out what that is. <laughs> John Franco is a great dad. Uh, you bite dude, I he, hate he that owns guy. Like, he owns like four Buffalo Wild Wings. Can, should, since we're here, we're talking nonsense. Should we end this podcast on why I hate Buffalo Wild Wings and John Franco? Have I told this story? Let's do Buffalo Wild Wings. I think John Franco gets a little too deep for our listeners. That's true. That's probably too deep. So, uh... All of you out there that may may or may not love Buffalo Wild Wings, I have a deep affinity of hatred for Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, I used to work at an arcade. This is very petty, by the way. I used to work at an arcade when I was 16 to 18, and I was uh, finishing out my high school year. Greg, stop opening whatever you're opening. Don't eat yet. <laughs> Don't eat yet. Times, I'm telling you a story. Don't eat. Times. Don't eat, Greg. Um, <laughs> um I was uh, finishing out my high school year, and I came to work one day, and the gates were closed, and my boss was like, hey, man, we're closed for the day. And I was like, oh, the day? And he was like, no, nah, man, forever. They're closing this place. And uh, three or four months later, they opened up a Buffalo Wild Wings, and they had a little arcade in there. And uh, one day, one of my one of my very best friends, I was just uh, got out of a very tough relationship, he bought me a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card on Valentine's Day, and he said, what do you love more, free food or your hatred for Buffalo Wild Wings? And I went with him. And it was one of the worst experiences of my entire life. <laughs> so I just... So now, and I, we should end the story by me by saying, every time I see a Buffalo Wild Wings, I stop, take a picture, and ask Ryan if he'd like they to do lunch. They don't cook any meat of below medium well. That is a crime, Greg. A crime. <laughs> Ryan, the only reason I do it is because I know it pisses you off so makes much. makes me so angry. That's uh, why I do it. If you want to know the John Franco story, go to the Reddit uh, thread. I'll probably post it there. It's too sad for this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. And it, you know what? I still love John Franco. I, I will always love John Franco. I figured so you, you would. You can't ruin him for me. I figured he was, you would. He was, the orig- he was the original captain, you know. Well, actually, I take that back. Keith Hernandez was the original captain. John Franco was the first captain in my lifetime. But the captain will always be... David Wright. Okay. All right. Fair.
Not Derek, a... not Derek Jeter. Fuck that guy. Wow. Yeah, you know what? All, all Yankee fans that are also Ranger fans that listen to this podcast, Greg doesn't like you. I'm so sorry. But I like you. Thanks for listening. No, I like, I, I, like you, I like you in the offseason. Like, I like you in the baseball offseason. We're good buddies in the baseball offseason. And you know what? We're good buddies right now because you're dog shit, and I'm great. So. <laughs> well, I guess they did give you a lot of crap for all those years. I'm very neutral, but I will say the Mets are my second team and the Yankees are my rival. So there's that. Is, is so that... you're not neutral at all. Is that yeah? Not really. Is it okay that the Mets are my second team? Is that sports bigamy? Because they're in their national league. It's, uh, the only person I get angry with, and he says the Mets are a second team, is our friend Alex Hurd, because he pretends to be a national fan. Because his first team is and the Nationals. Like, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, but I'm also a Mets fan." And I'm like, "Oh, great! You're hedging your bet and rooting for forty percent of the division. Go fuck yourself." That's How about a, that? That didn't make any sense. All right. Well, it's fine because when Alex gets to this part of the podcast, he's going to be like, "Hey, there's my oh my god, he's yelling at me." Yes, he's That's yelling at me. Right. I hate that guy. Let's kill him. All right, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, next week, we'll actually do the... Uh, oh, let me, let me not mess up our guest's name. Hold on. I have it right here. Kaylin McCabe. Kaylin McCabe, McCabe from Fansided.com is going to come on with us next week to talk about the NHL playoffs. Uh, I do believe she just got a promotion to be editor-in-chief of the Rangers-specific Fansided uh, page. Right, so, so congratulations we'll, to her, and we're excited to talk to her. And we'll have our first uh, actual writer on this show, uh, other than... Uh, uh, James Clark, who is a hero for us. Who, by the way, hey, I, I used to, I used to write once. Remember? That's true. We used to have a thing. And we're gonna start writing again soon, possibly for BlueShirtsBreakaway.com. So look out for that uh, coming next season. And mm. uh, and next week we'll actually I'll watch the Kingsman this week and we'll talk about it. You still haven't? I'm gonna kill you. We I had the we had God. the food podcast for a reason, buddy. <laughs> I tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm gonna eat my I'm gonna eat my salad and be very angry. All right, me. go eat your Caesar salad. Thanks for uh, everyone for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye bye. Cyber isn't one thing. Cyber is everything. It cuts across every industry, connecting everybody. It's the same way Dakota State University isn't just a university. With our Cyber 27 initiative, DSU has a stronger, more secure future. We're adding more faculty and welcoming more students, building labs, adding degrees, conducting game-changing research. We need partners to work with us and put our graduates to work for them. Visit dsucyber27.com to learn more.